What is up, folks? It is your good friend Jay here. Uh, talking on behalf of the boys for this particular week, we've actually decided to take our first kind of week off this week. I don't know. I actually, it's funny, I, I threw out the idea of just, guys, let's just take a week off. We've done 176 episodes in a row. Let's just take a week off. But the guys, this is how indebted they are to the show. This is how keyed in to providing you with quality music content every week that they are. The guy said, no, no, we can't do that. We're going to do a clips show this week. <laughs> we're going to do a clips show this week. That's right. We're, we're actually, we all got together and, and we came up with some clips that we all enjoyed from the past year of You Should Check It Out. And uh, we're going to be presenting our favorites from the year 2022 in retrospect. So yeah, it's our first clip show, I think, maybe. Let's go with that. So I, I guess since I have the mic, I'll start things off. Uh, we've had a lot of awesome guests this year, as I'm sure the guys will go through. We've had uh, Greg's son, Jackson. We've had Nick's son, Cam. We've had our friend Tejan Romanic from the Wild Wild Wets come on. We've had Mr. Gabe Noel um, come on just very recently, and I'm sure there's many that I'm forgetting. Uh, but the one that I chose to highlight was... One of my really good friends, Mr. Keith Grasso, he came on back in September of this year, and uh, it was really poignant because we we had him on to promote his annual event, Rocktoberfest, which he holds down in the, in the city of La Plata, Maryland. And he hasn't been able to do for the past few years because of the, the pandemic. And he was very excited this year to promote his event again, uh, which was going to feature the headlining band Kicks. And he came on, he's he, he just so full of energy and was so ready to, to, to tell us all about it and, you know, talk about anything in his life. And, um, you know, spoiler alert, the event ended up getting canceled because of weather in 2022. So my heart goes out to Keith Grasso yet again. I've told him as such, but, you know, kind of as another show of gratitude, I wanted to, to feature him on the podcast again. This was one of my favorite interviews of the year. Uh, and I just wanted to share uh, the intro to this interview where, uh, you know, Keith comes on and, and we're talking about you go, you know, we're, we're seeing this on video. Uh, you guys just listen on audio, but in his basement, it's it's like a museum of guitars. You've never seen anything like it. And uh, for Greg and for Nick, it was it was kind of a first. So this is this is Keith running us through his uh, immense guitar collection. He does go to sleep early. It's true. Let's call him. Let's call him. Let's make but, him up. Uh, awesome. You know, he, he does listen to the show, so I'm sure he's tuned in. Oh, right? Yeah, and we do it live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and I don't uh, even need his phone. I have his phone number in my phone, so I don't need you guys to send it to me. Yeah, I got it here. Okay. You sure? Uh, All 46 digits? 46. It, La, La Plate is a long way away, man. That's it is. Point yeah. wallet. It yeah, is. That's not, you know what, that one. All right. Uh, I think it's come before the zeros. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Shot out of a cannon. <laughs> He's ready to go, baby. Keith Grasso. How's it going, guys? Yo. Back on the show for the third time. Man. You are you are now the Steve Martin of You Should Check It Out. Yeah. You get a jacket at four. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I was just sitting here thinking what I was going to do with my day off October 1st. <laughs> Which is just happens to be a Saturday. I was Big just hole thinking, in the like, calendar there. Yeah, what yeah. could I what could I do for that day? <laughs> How you guys doing? Good, man. Yeah, it's Good awesome to see, to see, you, see you guys. Likewise, it's awesome to see you as well. So, it's yeah. been, now, been a while. It has, and now our listeners can't see this, but I mean, Keith, you must be at work because you you, you work at the at, at a music store, right? Uh, you I do work at a music store, but uh, I am not at work. Well, I was going to, it looks, I mean, no, you have to be at work because there's like 30 guitars behind you. No, Keith, um, Keith, so you pan must over, be, pan over. Yeah, this, this is. Okay, maybe more than 30. There's like, I'm not, like oh, wow. And th okay. So that's just what's out. There's more right, right. storage back there, but I'm not a hoarder or anything. No, I just no. like no, but you are in your of, home. Yeah, I am at my home. I just oh. like a lot of guitars around that's right. me. 
That exactly. was, how, how many? Do you know the count? Um, the past, number of guitars that we just saw. How many? Di- one hundred and fifty. I think. Oh, wow. um, Holy smokes! It's a just, lot. Just within view, uh, <laughs> listeners, we have at least one, two, three. I'm assuming that's four or five EVH Eddie Van Halen yeah. models on the wall to his left. And then I can also see one, two Ibanez Paul Gilbert models yep. Uh, yep. with the fake elf holes. Yeah. I think the third one over there is one as well. Oh, that's yeah? a, that's that, a that um, Washburn Nuno. Oh, no, no, that's the Nuno. Oh, the Nuno. Yeah, Nuno. With the yeah. reverse oh, headstone. Beautiful. Uh, so we got a Jackson soloist. There's a couple of Ricks down there. Oh, oh yeah. Boy. There's a Hoffner Beatles style. <sighs> no uh, bigs. Yeah, there's a Fender. No big wolf. So pretty awesome, right? So... Keith is just such a great guy. We can talk to him about anything. Um, and something that we hadn't even planned on talking to him about, but Greg brought up, was that uh, around the time that we were talking to Keith, uh, the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert happened, which was uh, you know a tribute to the, the passing of Taylor Hawkins of the Foo Fighters. And in that concert, Wolfgang Van Halen um, ended up coming on and playing guitar um, uh, and basically playing the Eddie Van Halen parts for a bunch of um, Van Halen songs. And it was awesome to get Keith's immediate reaction to these things because he's such an Eddie Van Halen fan. I mean, he always has been. And uh, just to hear his genuine unfiltered reactions to these things is is just, it warms my heart. So hope you guys enjoy this. Thanks. Um, but did you see the uh, Wolfgang's? Oh, uh, so yes, I was so happy that you guys talked about that. Yeah, but, <laughs> that was something I mean, special. That was, so I had chills watching that. Oh. Yeah. Because, so here's the thing. I was super excited. Well, I've always known Wolfgang is, is a great musician. I don't mean to take anything away from what he's done. But I always knew he was a great musician. And throughout the years, he's made a big deal about saying he's not his father. He doesn't want to be his father. He doesn't want to, you know, he's never going to recreate Van Halen songs or have a Van Halen cover band or anything, you know, and the fans have been somewhat tough on him. And uh, when his album came out, I was excited, but it wasn't quite, it didn't hit me. Like, it didn't fill me up kind of thing. It's cool. It's great. Mm -hmm. I respect the songwriting and the musicianship, but it's not what I was looking for so to see him step on stage and especially play on fire or just like a a deep cut that's not you know panama or hot for teacher Mm -hmm. i mean they did play hot for teacher but it was amazing to see and he had all the little nuances that eddie has just the rhythmic articulation just the accents the aggression everything it wasn't somebody covering van halen like it was in his blood yeah. he has those yeah. that magic touch that we all as guitar players have tried to dissect and strive for so it was really awesome it was amazing i loved it yeah he really nailed it man he um, did and it's i i i, I know uh it's come up before that you know like i especially after eddie died i was like i was gonna i'm gonna try to play some of these licks as like part of a little tribute segment you know with the with the band because i everyone gets a little solo moment and i was like i'm just gonna try my best like i kind of have some of this down but like let me like get it <laughs> to a point right. where and it's the hardest thing i've it's ever hard. performed on stage like <laughs> and I, I mean you saw you i mean keith i believe you saw a clip and commented on it because i do a sort of yeah. medley i do like a little hot for teacher a little eruption a little uh ain't talking about love you know and i sort of like put together this little medley of my, like the cool van halen riffs it's like if i feel like i'm walking on a tightrope yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm just like yeah. don't fall man don't fall it's so scary <laughs> it's, it's so, so scary. scary yeah and uh you know luckily i haven't had any meltdowns but uh or any like train wrecks but I'm also wondering, like, dude, if, like, one of my pedals just decides to, like, start being weird, like, I'm going to be in big trouble, you know? It's going to be you, so you lame. Or you look away for a millisecond. Yeah, you, you yeah, just yeah. lose focus for one millisecond, yeah. you know? And, and everybody yeah. now, especially if they're a musician, knows eruption. 
that's yeah. the thing. A tapping sequence. Like, if and, you're going to go into that song or any of those songs, yeah. like the, the, all the musicians are just going to sit there with crossed arms, like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. brother, well, let's see how you yeah. do. You yeah, know? right, 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 right. <laughs> but the thing is that, like, luckily I've done it enough times at this point that I'm pretty confident and I yeah. so, sort of know how to kind of like, there's a moment like, I'm going to look at the crowd now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, 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 I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I have to look again, but now I'm locked in again. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, and it's great. No, but because, but I always, every single time I do that, somebody comes up at the end and was like, "Dude, thanks for thanks for giving a tribute to Eddie." Oh, yeah. You know, just like somebody. And last time it was the security guard. <laughs> he came up to me. He's like, "Yo, man." Y'all, you you were going crazy up there. Somebody said, "Why are you doing all that?" And I was like, "Yo, that's Eddie Van Halen, bro." <laughs> <laughs> See, that's cool because you know that guy sees music every night, right? And yeah. there isn't a whole lot that oh. grabs him or touches him because mm-hmm. he is basically there to do his job. I so, listen, by him you, coming up to you, that's like a super oh, high compliment. That's it awesome. is. I've 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 always maintained that. You know you're crushing if the security guards are into it. That's <laughs> right. Yes, that's it. You know, so like if, if I if I look over and see the security guard bobbing his head, and <laughs> there's one of those video. There's one of those times where I did the the Van Halen tribute, and there's someone shooting video, and behind me you can see the security guard pull out his phone and start filming it. Oh, that's cool. And I was like, oh, wow. yo, look at the security guard. You know, I showed it to Kaz. I'm like, look at the security guard. Look, he's filming. <laughs> he's not even pay- he's not even paying attention to his job. He sees everything. Yeah, <laughs> he's like he's like on the clock. Yeah, <laughs> filming your this guy's like, I gotta film this. <laughs> you know, anyway, you. yeah. Happy holidays, everybody. This is Nick. Uh, as I'm sure Jay told you, uh, we're doing uh, some clips for this week uh, to end our year out. I've got two for you today. This first one was a, a guest we had on actually earlier in the year. Uh, we had a lot of cool guests this year. Uh, we actually had Gabe Noel on a couple episodes ago. If you haven't listened to that, go check it out. That was really a cool conversation. But this clip that I wanted to pick is from back in episode 158, where we had uh, my second oldest, Cam, come on to talk about his favorite band, AJR. Let's give it a listen. Yeah, right. There's 11 eights. Did you get it? Right. <laughs> I did. Okay. But I don't have the phone call. I understand. Do-do, do-do. Do-do, do-do, do-do. Old phone sound. That works. Mm-hmm. Hello. Oh, hey. There he is. Cam, is that you? Yeah. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Hello. He How is available. Doing? What's up? Hey. Hi. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks. Cam. I hear you're nine now. Mm-hmm. I turned nine right? on nice. March 1st. Whoa. Wow. And we've That's been That's a lot of the single digits. It's really fun and I'm excited to grow like Siri did to be really tall because I'm tiny. Are you? <laughs> like <laughs> compared to Siri, yeah, I'm really tiny. Siri is is he grew like a string bean, yeah. But uh <laughs> but listen man, this you're at the age growth spurts, mm-hmm. you know? That's true. Yeah. It's true. I wouldn't get used to being being tiny. Yeah, at the beginning of the year, like when I first turned 9, I was like only 4 foot. Now I'm 4 foot 4. There you go. Wow. So by my calculations, calculations, (laughs) and I'm no math expert, but by the end of the year, you should be about six foot seven. Yeah. Yeah. I would be proud if all of my boys were taller than me because I'm I'm, I'm, I'm coming in at five, six and a half. You know what I mean? So it's, I'm definitely going to be seven foot five by the end of the year. Yeah, my man. Right. Yeah. Well done, Cam. You're feeding them right, Nick. I like that. That's right. That's right. Well, well Cam, Cam. Yeah, go ahead, Jay. Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say welcome to the show. Um, I'm super excited to hear what you have to talk about. Um, yeah, I'm very curious. And I did, yeah. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about AJR. It's my favorite band, and oh. they're... Yeah, it's my favorite band. They're really good music, and they're a brother band, three brothers, Adam, Jack, oh. and Ryan. Adam, Jack, yeah, Adam, Jack, and Ryan. Oh, so that's where the name comes from, mm-hmm. AJR. The band, yeah, the, the band is AJR, mm-hmm. right? Adam, Jack, and Ryan. I didn't um, know that. Adam is bass and drums and back singer. Um, mm-hmm. Jack is the lead singer, and he can, like, do the DJ stuff sometimes. Uh-huh. And um, Jack is the 
middle, who is the keyboard and like the editor. Mm. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Ryan is Ryan. Ryan, good. Ryan. Ryan's the middle. Jack. Oh, okay. Jack is the youngest, and Adam is the oldest. So it's customary for us to kick off an episode with a song. Would you oh, yeah. have a, an AJR song that you would like maybe to kick things off with? Um, yeah, I, the, one of their most famous ones, it's called Bang. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know it. I looked it up and um, it was one of their best hits. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. All right, we'll give it a spin. spin. This is uh, Bang by AJR. Here we go. So put your best face on everybody. Pretend you love this song. Everybody come hang. Let's go out with some bang. I'm way too young to lie here forever. I'm way too old to try. So whatever come hang. Let's go out with some bang. Feel like I'm gonna puke. Cause my taxes are due Do my password begin with a one or a two Been a hell of a ride But I'm thinking it's time to grow Alright okay. Nice, I like that mm-hmm. I know that feeling I feel like <laughs> I could, I'm gonna puke when my taxes are due mm. Yeah <laughs> Yeah Yeah. Well that's, that's, that's why same, he's hiding out in we, Ocean City same with, <laughs> we, same with me when my homework is due It's pretty much Good the same point. feeling <laughs> Yeah <laughs> It doesn't yeah, it's like, I got to do something. <laughs> I can't just sit here doing nothing. Fourth uh, grade's going to give me way more homework. Yeah. yeah. And then fifth grade. Well, that's twice very... as, I, hear, I hear fifth grade is three times as much. I'm just kidding. It's true. <laughs> no, it's true. No, no, Greg's not lying. You'll, you'll be all right. the teachers, you'll be... um, yeah. You'll be all right. You'll be so all how right. did you find out about these guys, AJR? Um, well, we listened to, um, we were, like, in the car, and I heard a lot of their songs, and then I, I, they were really good, so then I listened to them on Alexa, and then I found out the band, and, um, Mm -hmm. then I listened to their other songs, because when I see a cool song and then see the band, I look, listen to their other songs, and AJR, a bunch of them were so good, Nice. and, um, then... I found out that um, I could go on the podcast, so oh. then I, so <laughs> then I wanted to talk about AJR, and I started researching them. Nice. nice. Here we are. Very good. Well, I love how you, I love how you heard one song, and thought thought, hey, I should listen to other songs by this band mm-hmm. because that's how bands get known. Mm-hmm. I'm glad yeah. you had that instinct to uh, to go ahead and do that. Um, did you guys, had you guys, Nick or Jay, had you guys ever heard of AJR until Cam brought it up? I can't say that I have. I definitely learned about AJR from Cam. Greg, have you, as a guitar teacher? I, I, yes, I was, that, 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 I was, I was asking you guys, but really I just wanted to make a point. Yes, um, <laughs> now, So Cam, I have a guitar student named Zoya, who's very, very uh, clever, very talented, and she brought up an AJR song to me a long time ago called Sober Up. Oh, yeah, I know that one. Yeah, and so and so I learned it with her. And then I did a little research, like kind of by accident, because I was looking up the the video or whatever. But um, for Nick and Jay, uh, mm-hmm. I believe Rivers Cuomo was involved in producing them. Oh, really? Oh, get out of here, really? From Weezer. Okay. Yeah, so have you, have you ever heard of a band called Weezer? Cam? Uh, Dad told me about them. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. basically, what 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 I found out from my research is that the singer from Weezer is a band that we all grew up with. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, he's I've... involved in helping AJR make their songs. Oh. So yeah. I didn't hear that. So it's like kind of a generational hand down, you know, That's if you cool. will. Yeah. Wow. Haven't they? They've done some yeah. songs with Chainsmokers and Coldplay, right? No. No. No, it was just on YouTube. It just said mix uh, of AJR songs, and then it showed oh. the YouTubers mm. in it, and it said in AJR songs. I'm really AJR glad I that is a YouTuber, you then Chainsmokers mm-hmm. and Coldplay was in mm-hmm. the music. 
even gotcha. though it's dead. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Scratch all that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they have they have great voices and it's a yeah. great sound to the to the music. What is it that you like about it? What what about the their music really drives you? What what do you like the the most about it? Um, like it has my favorite genres of music, like alternative rock and um, pop, pop and yeah. some. Some electronic, which I really liked when I was seven and six. Mm. Siri got me not, into not it. Not so much anymore? Yeah, um, now I like stuff. alternative music. It's just like AJR. He, uh-huh. He's alternative pop and some electronic. Yeah, yeah. Right on. Very cool. Yeah. And the brother thing, right? That was really exciting yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. That was one of the early yeah. things that you learned about them. That it was three brothers, which... Oh, because they're all brothers. Cam is the middle yes. of three. And nice. Jack was the lead singer, who was the youngest. But the middle was the one who did like the editing and the um, the, the brains keyboards. behind the operation cam. Yeah, yeah. the brain. That's kind of like Jay. Jay is the editor of the podcast, so he's kind of like the Jack. Is that right? Did I get it right? A Jack. Is Jack the middle. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um. Jack no, oh. is the youngest. Jack's the star. Jack's the youngest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, that's really cool. How long have they been together? Do you know how long they've been making music together, Cam? Um, they were, they did play street music while, when they were like kids, like teens and kids. Street music? Yeah, they played in the street. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. That's impressive. That's that's a tough thing to do. What? what year did their first album come out? Um, 2010. Right. Is that wow. album still available? I'm pretty sure. Sh- no, no. Hey, you guys. It's Nick again for my second clip. Uh, this was uh, from episode 167. And the reason I brought it up is because in this, it talks about a Supreme Court, the Supreme Court taking up a case uh, about the Andy Warhol Foundation and this photographer and how Andy Warhol had used a photograph of hers. It's a cool conversation and I wanted to, to recap it because it's something I'm looking forward to in 2023 because we're going to get a decision on this and I think it really is going to have some, some serious implications for, for creators and musicians alike. So yeah, something to look forward to in 2023. Hope you guys had a great happy holidays and hope you have a happy new year. Which, well done on the headline there. Um, well, I would, I would, I would disagree with you on that excellent because okay. the the writers at npr uh, neglected to include the oxford comma after prince oh so really you could read this the supreme court meets andy warhol comma prince and a case that could threaten ca- creativity well we know where so they, we know where they stand confusing. on the oxford comma um yeah yeah it's kind of disappointing to see lionel hutz's business card mm-hmm. <laughs> you remember that in the simpsons it's like, dude, but anyway, works on contingency, no money down. Ah, they got this all screwed up. Works on contingency, <laughs> comma, did, 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 no, did, did, no, 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 works on contingency, question mark, no, comma, money down. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Well done. Uh, sorry, continue. Well done. No, 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 continue. well done. Uh, you always remember the details. That's the impressive does, thing, Greg. It's does. so good. <laughs> um, so the, uh, this court case, which which actually has gone all the way up to the Supreme Court, is features a photographer named Lynn Goldsmith. Uh-oh. He's still laughing. He's still laughing. No. Money down. No. no. Sorry. Phil Hartman, Sorry. man. Rest in peace. <clears throat> Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. It's fine. No, it's good. Okay. Um, no, no, no. That's fine. Um, the... Um, are we good? How are we doing, Jay? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, cool. Okay. All right. So this this case features uh, photographer Lynn Goldsmith, who took uh, some really nice f- photographs of Prince um, before this is before Purple Rain came out, and she had these photographs. And Condé Nast uh, had approached her about licensing one of the photographs um, um, for a story. I think that when when Prince blew up, is that correct, Jay? When when Prince blew up, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it was like 1982, so it was right at the very beginning of his career. Yeah, so she was commissioned to shoot a series of photos for Prince, and uh, the Purple Rain Rockstar was just taking off. So she took this picture, licensed it to Condé Nast for $400, um, and had a written agreement from Condé Nast that it would not be re-licensed or used elsewhere. Right. 
Condé Nast approached Andy Warhol um, and asked him and commissioned him uh, to make a series of uh, Prince-related uh, pieces uh, in Andy Warhol style, and they asked her, they asked him to use this Lynn Goldsmith photograph as the reference for his for his kind of his screen interpretations that he would do of, of, right. of famous people. Um, right. Think of like the the Marilyn Monroe or like the Elvis screen oh, prints. Yes. Seen before yeah. From yeah. The Campbell Soup, that kind of a, approach. Right. Yep. Um, the Andy Warhol Foundation has um, has since, especially since Andy's uh, passing, has made millions off of these print these prints photos um, or uh, these print artistic renditions that Warhol did. Um, prince prints. Hmm. Prince prints. Thank you. Yeah. Um, That's pretty good, pretty good. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. Right. So, so the Warhol Foundation went on to put this thing everywhere, sell this in every opportunity that they could. Um, when Prince died a couple years ago, Condé Nast licensed from the, from the Andy Warhol Foundation uh, for $6,000 the right to include one of the interpretive photos, um, or his Prince prints, um, for their cover of Vanity Fair or, or, or whatever it was. I can't remember. Um, so finally, Lynn Goldsmith says, enough is enough. Um, you violated the terms of my agreement um, and sues the Andy Warhol Foundation. Um, and Andy Warhol Foundation argues, uh, nope, that, that was not our agreement with Condé Nast. And, and two, uh, this is fair use. Um, this, this is an altered interpretation of this photograph. Its mood and, and the, the resulting um, intent is different than the original. Um, and it has basically gone through all the courts and is now going to sit with the Supreme Court. Um, I read that there were over 30 amicus briefs from uh, interested parties. And this was actually pretty fascinating. Um, and, then, and, then, and then I'd love to get you guys' thoughts on this. But the... Let me see. So these are the organizations uh, that have weighed in with, you know, have paid legal counsel to weigh on on their behalf because this matters so much to them. Um, Motion Picture Association of America, the American Association of Publishers, the Library, Library Futures Institute, the Digital Media Licensing Association, Dr. Seuss Enterprises, the Recording Industry Association of America, even the union that represents NPR's reporters, editors, and producers, the Screen Actors Guild, the American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, uh, among wow. others. So that's everybody who's decided to weigh in on this because it seems as though at hand here is a question of, of, of whether this is fair use or not. Um, and this is at the American, this is at the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court. So yeah. The last stop. The last stop, yeah. Yeah, this is crazy, man. So let me just see if I can like recap this. So uh, a photographer takes a, uh, an image of Prince mm -hmm. back in 1982 sells it to Vanity Fair for $400 yep. with the agreement that Vanity Fair is not going to sell it. They're only going to use this it. in their issue. In their issue, right. She retains all the original negatives and all that. Mm -hmm. Vanity Fair, in 2016, after Prince dies, commissions... No, at some point, Vanity Fair had commissioned Warhol to create a series of green pins based on that photograph. Late, later 80s, uh, he's blown up. And they say, right. here's this cover of, that we used, uh, that we want you to use as a reference piece. This cover right. that we paid our license fee for. Right. So the, the issue is that the original artist, the, the original photographer, thinks that she's not getting remuneration for the work that she produced, even though it had been altered by Andy Warhol, possibly violating the agreement that they had with Vanity Fair. But on the other side... Warhol is saying, the Warhol Foundation is saying that they altered the image enough that the original intent of the photograph is altered. They get into, I think, the legal definition of fair use and they make sure they cover the bases. Like, was it altered? Yes, he straightens Prince's head and he crops off his torso. Um, right. If you look at it, if you look it at does the. Look it does look different. It does look different, but it's clearly that. It, I mean, it looks pretty clear that that's like. That's the headshot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as, as 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 you know, that's that's what Warhol did his his Warhol thing to. Yeah. So basically, it comes down to whether the interpretation, um, because I, 
we have to assume that all the licensing stuff that's all been like as much as the state's court, the state's uh, licensing laws could apply to this. That's already been exhausted. Condé Nast, for whatever sure. reason, has no culpability in any of this, even right. though they kind of sat and orchestrated the whole damn thing. Um, but they paid their license fee over here for the photographer. They asked an artist to use uh, an interpretation of a cover that they paid a license fee for. The artist went and did their thing. The question is... So really it comes down to whether or not a artist can sell a reinterpretation of a work as his own. His or her own. His or her own. Is that right? That, is, that seems to be the case. And whether, that, whether the original artist has any cut of that. And why we're talking about this on our music podcast, I would assume, is because we talk a lot about artists like DJ Cummerbund or, mm-hmm. um, you know, pretty much anyone nowadays is using yeah, some I mean, kind of I, sampling. I, you know? Yeah, I, 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 think, I think in this case, I don't know that, I, mean, I guess if, if, if uh, the Red Knots decided to, to put out an album of, of covers, that probably would be... That probably well, I would think be, that, that, that's, that's already off limits. Yeah. Right, because that yeah. wouldn't be fair use because you're you're doing it. It, it. That already exceeds the bounds of what would be okay. Is that that is that feel right to you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. There's no way that that that's never been the intent of the band anyway. Right. You know, but like we couldn't be like, oh, here's the Red Knots. You know, live like let's make a live album and sell it. You know, mm-hmm. right. Like, we can't without sell the, without their explicit permission. Right, which, which you would never get. Uh, we would know. Right. Of course not. But um, it seems like so far we're in the clear as far as selling a performance of their music. Like an right. actual, like, like since we are doing the performance, they are not doing the performance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. But we but do then it's like, have it's conversations like, around this a lot because we do, when we talk about copyright cases where one artist is claiming that another, another artist took a part of their song and, and, and the other artist is saying not at all, or, or maybe those same chords apply. And so we, we do touch on these things. Um, yeah. It's just as it, applies to, as it applies to art in this case. <clears throat> yeah. I, I'm having a really hard time with this one uh, because I, I want to come down on the side of artists should be allowed to reinterpret works. But in this particular case, to me, it seems like that Andy Warhol wouldn't have anything if it hadn't been for the original photograph mm-hmm. but you know like you said nick i guess like the the licensing aspect of it has been cleared in the courts and it really just comes down to whether or not anyone off the street whether it's andy warhol or not can take any photograph or piece of music reinterpret it enough mm-hmm. and resell it as their own yeah and i don't know like i want to be behind that idea but i also kind of don't want to be behind that idea you know it seems like that would open up a big floodgate Mm-hmm. I think the the fact that that she retained legal licensing rights to the photograph, which means that as as Warhol's popularity in as Warhol's version of this piece uh, that had featured prints gained in popularity, I suppose there could be an argument that that also increased the licensing for this random photograph of prints that possibly would have never been really seen the light of day after it had been taken. Possibly, I don't know. But where's that line, right? I guess is 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 kind of the kind of the question that we're getting at. The article only mentions as like a corollary, uh, like somebody that does as part of their artistic medium, like collage components, um, mm-hmm. where they'll take elements out from from other things and include it. But it really does feel like it. It really does feel like it's being regarded as a bigger question about where fair like a, that there's a clarification that might be provided regarding fair use. I like, and and my, if my, not, why did they take it? Yeah. My favorite part of the article is when it says, uh, the silkscreen images have since been sold and reproduced to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars in profits. Profits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the Andy Warhol Foundation, a nonprofit <laughs> that was set uh-huh. up after <laughs> Warhol's death to promote his work in the visual arts. It's like, uh, anyway. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think, Nick? How do you, where do you fall on this? I think this one's really tricky. I think the um, I, at first I got really frustrated that it wouldn't come back on Condé Nast. Um, to, I keep getting hung up on that too. Like as long as if the original artist gave her permission for the 
photograph to be used, then that should be okay. Because you think about any sampling, any you know rap artist who samples, you you clear the sample with the original artist. They and, get the okay, and everything's cool. And and if the I mean, like like is he putting the photograph down and tracing these lines, like as opposed to a painter that holds a photograph up as a reference and paints based on that photograph? Yeah, and and I mean, and even like I mean, how does this apply to song covers? Like, are, are song covers that are put onto albums, are they typically giving a cut to the original artist? Is that how that typically works? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, always? Yeah, yeah. If there's a, yeah, absolutely. Even if it's a reinterpretation, you have to get the... And, and, and for live music as well, but not, but well, selling the recording no, no, of the no, live it, music. I didn't want to get into it, but, I mean, technically, if the Red Hot Chili Peppers or the Black Crows or whoever wanted to come down on one of our cover bands, I think they would have a pretty strong case. Mm-hmm. That you're not allowed to perform that music for for money without express written permission. I mean, I I'm, I think that's pretty clear. I think the only reason that tribute bands and cover bands exist is because they really ultimately help the original artist. And right. they see the benefit in it. Yeah, yeah. Just and as long as you're not it. cutting into like the original artist's and I mean, what, what kind of what, state? What kind no of one's ever that? gonna like like right. You, it's it's a terrible if, look. But if you live, like, if you, oh, you love what we're doing. Get, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but if you live in if you live in El Paso, like a market that they will never play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm totally why with are you going to tell totally why are you going to tell someone that like we can't do it? You know what I mean? Like it's right. right. You know, I'm with and you listen, 100%, when, and when people, but I think legally, when people are heading home, I think legally they have a stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To absolutely, turn you guys off. But but they haven't come down. They know about us for a fact. So like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The fact that it's, but but then again, they might not be in charge of their own stuff soon. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody else might say, like, ah, we represent the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and you know, it could come. The hammer think, could come down any moment. You know, yeah. like I'm no, aware I of think that. Where if if this, like, if this is allowed to stand, like where the Warhol Foundation can reproduce this image in their own and make money off of it. Mm-hmm. I think what that opens the door to is for anyone to reinterpret, say, a Bob Dylan song or anybody's song yeah. and just say it's different enough. Right. It was, tra- it was inter- transformative. It's my interpre- in, in artistic interpretation based off the original tone of the original song. Mm-hmm. And now it's mine. I don't have to give anything to the original artist. Right. I, think, mm-hmm. I think that's the, the precipice that we're on here. Right. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Or all the way to, uh, no, they can, Disney can sue you if you put three circles and two of them are smaller and on top of a larger one. Right, right. Yeah. That's the other side of it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Um, I honestly, as far as where I come down on it, I, I, I've just, my head's just gone more to like what, I, what, what could happen. Um, because it also could be... Um, that the law stands as is, and this needs to be worked through the court system, um, and that this is a contract issue that wasn't resolved, um, and but that that actually has, I, so I, but but then they wouldn't have taken the case. It doesn't reach the Supreme Court if it's a contract issue. It wouldn't. They right. wouldn't have taken. They wouldn't have decided to take the case if they weren't considering weighing in on this. Right. So, so I'm fascinated. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I think that the. I, I'm sure that I'm missing. Other applications, and that's 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 the other that's where my head will probably go next, which is just where else where else could this apply? But I think you're right, Jay. I think the um, a more liberal fair use interpretation would lead to things like somebody doing a cover of a song and and arguing that it's transformative because they took it and made it something it wasn't originally, um, right. or made it feel completely different and didn't use it note for note and or took pieces out of it. That also flies in the face of like things like Led Zeppelin. Like they had to play, pay royalties for a whole lot of love. Mm-hmm. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? That went, they didn't go to the Supreme Court, but I mean, it's kind of the same idea. You know, they used the same riff, they used the same lyrics, they used, but they argued that they were reinterpreting it and they didn't have to yeah. pay the royalties. Right. Or like but even, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, a bunch of their songs. Yeah. yeah. The whole first yeah. record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much um, but anyway man I'm, I'm fascinated I'm fascinated I'm very torn and I hope it's a nuanced decision <laughs> I'll put it that way I do too and honestly as many people have weighed in on this I think I, I mean there's nobody that's there's no there's no way that there's not going to be a lot of unhappy people at the other side of this thing um, 
So it'll be it'll be curious to see how much this how much this actually works out. What does seem to have been it does seem that copyright cases have gotten a bit cuckoo, um, uh, but they've never thus far they've never not gone towards corporate interests. Um, so true. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if that if that continues to hold true. It's tricky. It's really tricky stuff, um, but but pretty fascinating. So that's what I got. Some dry law news. I love it. Yep. Love it. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Greg, wishing you a very happy holiday season, a very happy new year, 2023. Um, today, we're celebrating our best of 2022. And I thought I'd throw it back to episode 159, which was recorded on August 25th, towards the end of the summer. Um, Nick had kind of cracked the seal by having his boys on as guests in the past, and uh, I had my son Jackson with me, and I thought, how fun would it be to have Jackson as a guest this week? So I invited him on, and Nick and Jay were very inviting, and uh, they asked Jackson about his favorite music, which is, as you might be able to guess, video game music. So we turned it into an episode of 8-Bit, and uh, we had a lot of fun. Jackson and I had just gone to Disneyland for the first time, uh, his first time and mine first, my, my first time as well. And uh, so we were kind of buzzed about that. I thought we had a really fun time. And so I thought it was worth listening to again. So this is Best of 2022, episode 159, 8-Bit with Jackson Lohman. Hope you enjoy. Have a great 2023. There's Bird Clock. <gasps> bird Clock's oh, not Oh no, where's Bird Clock? I'm sorry, it's okay. This would be week two without Bird Clock. Oh, I know. Are you okay? Our, our whole rhythm is off, man. It's okay. Ooh. It's <laughs> nice, Greg. That's good. I'm That's trying really to make good. up for Bird Clock. <laughs> yeah? Thank you. Thank you, faux bird, bird Clock. Anyway, my name is Jay. I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. And we got an awesome show for you. I, 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 I don't even know what to say. Uh, we have a very special guest is going to be joining this us. This is awesome. Uh, this week, two weeks in a row of, of very special guests. Yeah. Uh, I won't uh, give the lead away, but um, Greg is going to be taking, uh, he's going to be leading off this week. And, you know, without any further ado, Greg, why don't you What's, take it what away? Are we doing? Well, What's going what, on? What, what, what do we got in mind? I was so inspired by Cam's appearance last week. It's a good time. It was fun. It was a great time. He had time. a great time. It, and, I learned and so yes, much. Yes, he had a wonderful time also. So Did thank he have you a good again, time? Guys. That, was, that was great. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We learned so he much learned. about AJR. I know. Yes. And Ryan. Adam, Jack, and, and all Ryan. sorts of Yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and also about Cam. It was, really, yeah. it was really great to learn about him and know, know his interests and how he thinks about music. And the kids are yeah. all right. He's, so, he's, he's full of joy. He's great. So you, you were inspired. I was inspired, and I thought... I mean, he's got a busy schedule, but I thought maybe my son Jackson would could come on. Uh, oh, what? Do you guys, what do you guys think? He's only seven. Sec. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say. I mean, I, Greg, I know it's hard enough to get you scheduled yes. not to, to be on right. the podcast, but yeah. I can't even imagine getting getting your son. Well, um, I, two I moments. Mean, do you think he's got the time? For One us? show? You kidding? I, we 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 got to try him on his phone. He's a very busy. He's a busy man. Oh, okay. You know, okay. Seven year old. Okay. Hey, just got... uh, text me that number if you. If okay. You don't here mind. we go. I'm. I'm, I'm uh, oh, well, it's telling me. Okay, I'm trying to email it to you, but it's telling me it's uh, too large. Let me. Um, oh, we yeah, my hotmail account is uh, yeah. getting backed Still up. Still with the hotmail, huh? Okay. Yeah. All right. Sticking with. Oh, did you get it? Oh, there it is. Okay. Cool. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you stayed within the character limit, so that's good. So okay. Let's give him a call. Um, He's he should just be in the other room, but I don't want to okay. bother him. He's playing. He's playing a video game. I see. I see. Okay. Very best cool. way to reach him is via the phone when he's playing video games. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Mhm. Okay. I think key. it's going through now. There it is. Hello. Oh. Hey. Ja- is this Jackson? Jackson? Yes. Is that you? Hey. Yes. Hey, buddy. Jackson Lowen. Hey. Welcome on the to the podcast. show, buddy. Welcome. This is awesome. How are you doing? Good. Yeah. How's your? You looking good, man. Thanks. You are looking good. How's your summer going, buddy? Great. Yeah? H- how how old are you now again? Seven. 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 Woo! Wow. Yeah. The crowd 
loves it. Yeah. That's right, man. <laughs> yeah, man, summer. You been doing anything cool for this summer? Uh, not that I can remember. <laughs> no? Okay. Well, what did you, what'd you guys do that. last week? What did you guys do last week? Uh, we went to Disneyland. What? <gasps> what? Yes. Disneyland. I love it. Disney. I've never been to Disneyland, Jackson. How was it, man? It was great. Yeah. It was my first time, too. <laughs> was it really? Yeah. Well, why don't you both tell us your favorite parts of Disneyland? Could you do that? Jackson, you go first. Mm. There was this one ride that I really liked. Oh, what was that? Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance. Nice. Yeah. Well, can you tell me a little bit of what, what was that like? So, it's the newest, and um, it's kind of like, I think you go into space. <laughs> okay. And what? And you, enter, wow. and you actually go into a Star Destroyer, Ooh. and you're put in prison, but then the Resistance busts you out, and you're trying to escape but then, All right. but then Kylo Good Ren the resistance, is cutting a hole right above you. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. It was, that must be scary. It was one of the craziest experiences I've ever had. <laughs> I, I could not believe the, just the imagineering of yeah, this amazing, ride. It was not, it's not like a roller coaster. You just kind of, you, you get put into something. You're like sitting there. It's you're, it's pretty mild as far as a ride is yeah. concerned, but I mean I don't want to give too much of it away. But like you're Why? basically you 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 get That's thrown okay. into the movie, and okay. suddenly you're like being held captive, and nice. and you end up in this room. I mean if you watch the preview of it online, you end up in this room that is just enormous with walk with like actual imperial walkers in it. And you're just like how? What? Like how did? How it's not an illusion. It's not just some screen. You know, it, it's yeah. the actual things. And there's pe there's like stormtroopers everywhere that are actually people in stormtrooper outfits. <laughs> you know, wow. and it was just it was just rad. I couldn't I couldn't believe it. Yeah, how, and, is, it, and, it, and at one so point, cool. Kylo Ren pulls you you towards him with the force, and he tells you to tell him where the secret resistance space is. Did you tell and him? then and and then he would destroy the entire resistance and you but then the wall just blows up behind him and <laughs> a wall comes crashing oh, right in front of him and he flies out into space. Holy cow. Man, I gotta go. That's I gotta really go. Awesome. I gotta try that. If you like that's Star amazing. Wars, I mean, it's just a yeah. whole, there's a whole part of the park that's new called Galaxy's Edge, and it feels like you're in Star Wars. You know, it's just oh, crazy. Oh, man. Nice. Um, nice. So, it, it, big, big, big uh, props to my friend Ariel Mann. He's uh, someone I've mentioned on the pod before. He's a composer mm -hmm. for Disney, and he hooked it up. Because nice. that, right. this, that's not part of my vacation budget normally. I mean, it is crazy Understood, expensive. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, see that? I gotta say, Jackson. Jackson, your dad knows the right people. That's very important. <laughs> Darn <treaty. laughs> Well, not only that, but you know, Ariel knows about Jackson, and he really wanted him to experience it. Oh, nice! That's great. How cool oh, is that? Man. So we got to go. But hey, we haven't played what? any music yet. Oh, that's true. Hey, well, Jackson, you're the guest. That means you get to pick. What song would you like us to start out with? Um. Godzilla by Blue Oyster Cult. Oh, yeah. yes!
Does that song rock? Great choice. That's awesome. I love that song, Jackson. Is that one of your favorites? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> he loves Godzilla by Blue Oyster Cult, Crazy Train. Oh, some Black oh, Sabbath. That's right. Are you still a big fan of uh, Ozzy Osbourne? Yeah. 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 Your dad showed us that video of you uh, singing along to Iron Man. That was cool. <laughs> that was really cool. That Maybe was we can cool. do that on yeah. the podcast someday. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, when you're ready. When you're ready. When you're ready. Yeah. 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 What is it you want? What did you? What did you guys want to talk about today? What are you, What are we doing? What do we? What do we want to talk about? Uh, music from video games. Oh, vi- music oh. from video games. All right. That's perfect. We've t- oh, we do that right yeah. up my alley, dude. We, we, we do that I sometimes. I love video games. That's a thing we do. We, do. we even have a name for this. <laughs> we do. It's called 8-Bit. Yeah, baby. That's our 8-bit theme song. What do you think, Jackson? I like it. <laughs> cool. Yeah. I'll take it. Pretty I'll decent, take it. Decent. Thank you. Yeah, decent. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So, video game music. Are you a big fan of video games? Do you like playing? Mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite games? Uh, Splatoon 2. Hmm. Have you guys nice. heard of Splatoon 2? Splatoon 2? Yeah. Not what? Yeah, definitely. Is this Actually, uh, Nintendo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Tell them about it. Well, um, you're a squid, but you're but you can also be a person, and you have okay. ink guns, and you need to like the enemies are the oct are these tiny are these like about the size of you tentacles riding these things. Cool. That and there are enemies. And you have to shoot them. But like with, with, ink, with paint. No, with ink. Ink, sorry. Ink. Ink, ink guns, yeah. yeah. Come on, it's, Dad. It's kind of like a paintball kind of vibe. No? Yeah, it's kind of like paintball. And so you sort of like cover your territory in your color. Right. Mm. Right. Okay. That's uh, a cool you game. Know Does that, it you have good music? Well, uh, the only thing, some of the things that you can't do is you can't go in enemy ink. Okay. Oh, stuff like that. Gotcha. Oh, so you're playing with other people. Okay. Yeah, you can play with other people, but there's also solo modes, right? Solo mode, yeah. yeah. Now, the music for this game is pretty intense, and I looked it up. I bet. And it's not just like MIDI. It's like actual young Japanese session musicians going hard in the studio. And uh, <laughs> Nice. Did, did you see that? Did, did you get that clip I sent you? We should play him. I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Jackson picked it out, but I, I sent it. Uh, All right, this is let's take a listen. Fly Octofly. Sweet. Yeah, pretty cool, huh? That is some great music. That's kicking. Yeah. Now, when you're playing this game, Jackson, does that music pump you up? Does it get you, like, in the mood to play the game? Um, yes. Yeah. 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 That's how, that's what the best video game music does. It immerses you, is what they call yeah, it. Yeah, gets you into it more. That's awesome. Well, what what other games are you playing these days? What what other video game music are you really into? Um, Cuphead. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Cuphead. Jackson, how do you like Cuphead? Is that, a, is that a game you enjoy? What do you think of that? I like it. Um, some of the first world 
bosses are very easy. Can you be Goopy Legrand? <laughs> I, I don't know what that is, but I know that game is hard. Yeah. I never made it past the second level, Jackson. So, <laughs> so the the, if you've made it past, if you've made it past that big carrot guy, you're doing better than I did. What you've only been the potato? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, when you turn forty, yes. you don't have as much time to spend on video games. It is Jackson. interesting. Sorry. There is a peak in video game, how good you are at video games, and it's surprisingly young. Yes. Yeah. 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 Enjoy it. Enjoy it while you hey, Jackson, it out, man. Let, 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 let's be fair. It took you a bunch of tries to get the carrot guy. The root pack. <laughs> root pack. <laughs> that game, I'll tell you what. Lots of tears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, over yeah. that game. Well, <laughs> one of the hardest bosses is this guy, Grim Matchstick. Matchstick. Uh-huh. Sorry, Matchstick. Matchstick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And uh, thank you, Jackson, for correcting. Appreciate that, Jackson. Yep. yep. But it's Jackson's favorite song. Oh, oh right. okay. Should we listen to it? Mm-hmm. All right. Want to? This fiery frolic. Heck yes. Woo. Always listen to some some Cuphead. Yeah, right. It's great. Yeah. Oh, what a great soundtrack. Amazing. I actually put it on when we're driving around. <laughs> it's, oh, it's really? On Spotify. Yeah, it's great. But does that not make you want to go like 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 just be like bobbing and weaving through the traffic and stuff I mean, like I that? I kind of drive like that anyway. <laughs> nice. Okay. Cool. All right. So All right. It just kind of is your dad it, it, is your dad a good driver, Jackson? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. No, I'm I, I, especially with it with with Jackson in the car. I, I I'm especially careful. Of course. Careful. <laughs> of course. But you listen, man. We just have to check in. That's all. If you guys were out here with these California drivers, you'd they'd make you they'd make you crazy as well. <laughs> Understood. Not for me. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jackson. What's another game? We got time for one more. Uh. Ooh. Yeah. Kirby and the Forgotten Land. <gasps> okay. Dude, my son, my son Benjamin is so into this game. He just got it for his birthday. Oh, and he's been playing it nonstop Benjamin, for the past two the weeks. Benjamin, in the picture, remember? Yeah. He was the one who was asking me to jump in the pool every time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how many bosses has he beat? He's made it to the Snowland, wherever the Winter Kingdom is. Uh... The boss there is King DDD. Oh, really? Let is that know. like the last boss? No, there's still more. Okay, I thought so. But he doesn't have enough, what are they called, waddlebees to get to King Deedledum? DDD. King DDD. That's it. That's it. Yeah. He doesn't have enough waddlebees to get to King DDD. Not yet. Yet. How far have you gotten, Jackson? We're working on it. We're working on it. I've made it past all those I can now I can go to forego dreams that's kind of far in the game yeah it's very far in the game awesome wow awesome man wow that is super cool he's really it's a really fun game Mm -hmm. yeah and I already do you ever play with your dad does he ever get to be bandana waddledy uh he doesn't have a switch. No, I haven't played that one as oh. much. I played. I got into Cuphead. <laughs> it's pretty funny if you play two player. Of course, Benjamin has to be Kirby, and the the player number two gets to be this guy named Bandana Waddledee. I know. Uh-huh. Which is like, 
it's like the worst second player character ever because oh, okay. you have no special abilities like you can't suck things up like you, you can't do anything you, no, no, you, you have can, to go wherever the main no, character goes no, like, no, you no, no, you no, can't, say no you can actually like throw spears you can throw spears that's true, it's more that's of true. An advisory role. and the best <laughs> part is consultative if you will you can like throw spears while you're on on the Kirby car Oh really? That's true. Oh, that's so true. That's true. One can be driving mm. and the other one's chucking spears. <laughs> that is absolutely right. You're right. It's a crazy that game. sounds but important. If, but if like if we're trying to collect items, mm. you know, Ben just wants to go to the next area. Yeah. Like, hey Ben, why don't we just go this way? He's and like, let's he see what ignores, I can suck up He just over ignores here, me. Dad. And you're like, <laughs> what about these things? <laughs> wow. <laughs> but anyway, great game, man. And it's a lot of great music in that game too. Is mm. there a, a particular song that you like from that? I think it's called Grassland Theme. Okay. It's like kind All of right. the main theme. Yeah. Nice. All right. Let's, Let's give it a spin. Instrument changes there. Yeah, Are those different yeah. characters. No, uh, the only ones you can be are Kirby and Banana Waddle Okay. Yeah. He wishes he could be Meta Knight. That's his yeah. favorite. Yeah. Meta Knight's pretty cool, right? Is that a bad yeah. guy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's sort of a bad guy, good guy. Hmm. Okay. In One of those some... complicated friends. I got you. Yeah. So, so sometimes he's, he's your friend, sometimes he's not. Right. Understood. Right, exactly. Yeah. And you get really good powers from him, too, right? Yeah, when you, you, get the, you uh, can get Meta Knight sword. sword. Yeah, baby. Good Sounds stuff. intense. <laughs> you literally have a little mask like Meta Knight and these tiny little wings attached. <laughs> <laughs> it is so cute. I'm telling you what, this sounds like a cool game. I'm going to see if, I, I don't know if the boys are into this, but I'm going to ask them about all these games, actually. Splatoon, it's, we already have Cuphead, and then Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Yep. I'm going to take this back and see if see if uh, Siri, Cam, and Charlie have any interest. I bet you they Splatoon will, too. Splatoon 2. Splatoon 2, thank you. Right, right. Yes. I got one here for you, Jackson, too. Did you know they just came out with a new Kirby game? You can ask your dad for this one. It's called Kirby's Dream Buffet. Have you heard of it? Uh, yes. I actually, I don't actually want that one. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> You're off the hook, Dad. <laughs> Good, because I'm broke. Because <laughs> the one I really want is Kirby you know, you know, Star Allies, because, uh, if you're on two-player, you can actually be mm -hmm. Meta Knight. Nice. Mm. That, that, we're back to the Meta Knight. Okay, I see. Cool. That's an important go. factor here. All right. Well, listen. That was it's awesome. been great to, to go down yeah. this lane with you. and Yeah, dude. It's been so much fun to get to, to get finally get to chat with you for a while and to talk about video games and video game music. I know. It's been a lot of fun. The yeah. last time we all got together, you, you got with all the kids were there and you guys were just playing, so we didn't really have a chance to just chat with you guys. So this is yeah, so exactly cool that you right. came on. Really appreciate yeah. it. Next up, uh, we, we got to get Benjamin back on. Benjamin Thanks back straight. on. And Maybe I, next I, week. I got a third. I, he's he's <laughs> technically not nine for another year, though, so it's okay. Well, Jackson, um, Jackson's Klein rules. On. Klein rules. We got three. It's We had to make it different. It's okay. It works. Right yeah, on. Jackson did awesome. That was, that was fantastic. Mm. Jackson, we'll have to get your uh, Switch ID so that you and Benjamin can play some uh, Ooh, some Kirby cool. down the road. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. And I've already friended someone on the Switch that I know also in real life. Oh, cool. Yeah, his, that's awesome. His username is Yidaboib. Yidaboib. But his real name is Conan. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, say hi to him for us. Yeah. yeah. 
All right. Well, it was great to see you, Jackson. I hope you have a really great time while you're out visiting your dad, and I hope you have a great rest of the summer. Okay, buddy? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and bye. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Come back anytime. Good to see you, Jackson. Well, there you have it, folks. If you ever wondered what a You Should Check It Out clip show would sound like, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> anyway, we had a lot of fun putting this together, and we appreciate you listening. Uh, we really do appreciate your support, and even if it's just listening each week, we really have a lot of fun making this show, and we're doing it all for you. Well, we're doing it for ourselves, too, but, uh, you know, we all get to share in the love. Uh, as everybody said, you know, best wishes to you and yours for a very happy 2023 and we will see you back here next week peace